Fulfillment shows up after a solution is earned. Anything worth having first requires both effort and sacrifice. No matter who you are or what you do, whether you're a single mom or a CEO, the common denominator is this, that we all have a seven-day hustle. They don't all look the same, but they're there regardless of our situation. Here's the thing. Struggle shouldn't always produce more struggle. If done right, it should result in a dance. What we do throughout these seven days reflects directly on our progress forward. I mean, yeah, the first one is practice. That's right. Because who gets through recording 30 plus whoever knows minutes of a podcast <laughs> and it's not even recording. So, but this one is recording now. Fantastic. So, um, I've got, for those of you that are wondering what we're talking about is, so I basically bought a microphone, okay? thinking it was working and it was definitely not. So we, me and Cody Hendrickson here just recorded some killer. Some super good content <laughs> for the past 30 minutes and, and no one heard it. Yeah, and no one is going to hear it, but you will hear the next version. That's right, hopefully we'll remember what it is that we said. I think Laying down some truth bombs. I think, yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's like... All right, bro. Let's All get right. into it. All right. So what were, what were we, we talking about today? Dude, we were talking about scarcity mindset. Yeah. What is a scarcity mindset? Well, I... I because now think, that we've talked about it for a long time, you're, you're, I got to go back to the beginning and remember. <laughs> you're, yeah, but your All opinion right. might have changed now. <laughs> That's true, right? Right? Could be totally different now. No, so scarcity mindset, I think, uh, you know, for me is living in fear um, of not having enough or running out of something, whether that be time, money, resources, uh, you know, good health, um, things of that nature. What about you? Um, so I look at it more towards resources and finances. Yep. I, I've never really thought about it as compared to health before, even though like my dad, passed at 58 sure his dad passed at 58 i've just kind of bro you're running out of time i know it i'm already, <laughs> I'm already halfway I'm, I'm i'm over halfway like we are over i don't know if that's where the hill oh, is at is no. halfway or if the hill is like 75 percent. sure but sure i've just i've i've thought about it this way that if i make it past 58 then i'm doing good mm-hmm. I you've never, done something that yeah. The men in your family haven't done yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> 58 has never scared me, though. Yeah. Where I feel like I experience a scarcity mindset is that it's of... Money. Yeah, is finances. Finances. Finances and resources. I look at things... <clears throat> so, it, it's... I feel like it's almost twofold. So... I could set myself up for sabotage. I could be sabotaging myself. Right. Because I will see a good opportunity and throw all my chips in on it, knowing that it will pay off in the long run. Right. But then in the middle, I've starved myself of all my resources. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I have to be very careful about my plays. Yeah. And yeah. so 
that's kind of why I alluded earlier to, you know, habits and things like that and wondering what your take was on it because that on a bigger scale only works out so much. Mm-hmm. I have to change my habits and my spending, my a my spending and well, more so my spending habits. Okay. Because, like da- like daily spending habits or uh, like habits when it comes to seeing a big opportunity like that. More so a big play opportunity. Okay. Right? Because yeah. You know, <clears throat> this is going to apply mostly to people in the entrepreneurial space, sure, or in any sort of investment space, because you can invest and make big plays and not be an entrepreneur or a business owner. Yeah, but the bigger your plays get, the bigger your thought process needs to get, the bigger your plan needs to get. Right. And so, for so long, I ran on the mentality of, I need this piece of equipment. Sure. It's a good deal now and I have the money now. If I have to, excuse me, if I have to eat beans and rice for a little while to get myself through this, mm-hmm. then that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. If I have to go get a part-time job to get myself through this, then that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. That habit then has, like, I'm not able to do that now because my overhead's gotten so big. Yeah. I can't go get a job somewhere and float things through. I've got to plan further. <laughs> no job ahead. will ever cover your exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I've got to plan further ahead. Sure, you know, and so so establishing those good habits moving forward. Yeah. So, so okay, it, it's I'm realizing that I have to learn a different level of discipline, mm. a different level of structure, a different level of discipline. Um, I have to. <clears throat> so you're saying you've made a lot of mistakes in the past. No. No, I don't really <laughs> want to admit to that. I've made some. <laughs> I've made some. Yeah. Um, I'm just realizing that I have to learn a new skill set that I didn't have before. Sure. Sure. And uh, yeah, because I don't know these bigger sets, uh-huh. I'm only operating within the skill sets that I have right now, mm-hmm. which in some areas keep me in a scarcity mindset because I will be abundant in some and scarce in others. Sure. But I need a better balance between the two. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, uh, I think Kyle, it comes down to your identity. Yeah. And how you view scarcity. Yep. And you got to be really honest with yourself. Yeah. Because, there, there, you know, there's a few things that I can think of, but boiling it down, how does Kyle identify scarcity? How does that, how does that, you know, play into your life? Yeah. How do you, every single day, what, what, what things are you telling yourself every single day when you wake up? Like, oh, there's just not enough. It's Some, just not enough. Sometimes, yeah, you know, so or or it, it it's a it, but it's that's how you so, identify, and that's so, yeah, and so that's that's just, what I have core. now is all I'm ever gonna have. Exactly, and, and, that's your core. Yeah, you know? yep, so changing yep. changing your identity is very hard, yes. right? Yes. It's it's changing your core beliefs of what you how you feel about something, how you feel, how you think, how you react yeah. to either scarcity or abundance, right? right? Right. So identity is very important, but it's also very difficult to change. One, but see, here's the thing: you got to make the choice. Yeah. Once you realize that, oh shoot, I have, I'm, I'm living in scarcity mindset. You right. get to choose: 
do I continue living in with that scarcity mindset yep. or do I choose the abundance uh, mindset? So right. once you make that choice, the pressure's on. Right. Because you uh, that that day forward, you either are choosing to live in your old identity right. or you're choosing right. to pick up a new one. Right. And that choice from one to the other, <laughs> as we said earlier, is an exchange of feelings right. and emotions and decisions and an exchange of choices sure because the more you realize how things work is you can't just get rid of something you can't just add something right to your life very even i mean you can but there is an exchange that happens there's an exchange in right. some areas it's more obvious than others you know like sometimes not so obvious right <laughs> so like you're married with kids. Yep. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. If I were to be married with kids, yes, I'm adding a different element to my life. Right. But I'm exchanging it for something else also. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. That doesn't, that is, that is not in any way even a sacrifice. It's just, it's an exchange of time it's and an involvement mm-hmm. and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, you know that will be a willing exchange right right but even even so when we look at things as an addition it's more so an exchange mm-hmm. so going back to the what you were talking about your your uh you know being disciplined in your habits right for yeah. your spending for these big spending things yeah um one question i would ask is how long do you want to do this long time long time yeah. so does that change the decision that you make today of course. Of course it does. Why why would it change it? Because the play you make is for the long game, not the short game. Exactly. If you're deciding, well, psh, if this all goes south, yeah. in two months I'm going back to my old job anyway. Right, right, right. If all of this goes south right. and I want to do this for the rest of my life, right. well, then this is just experience, right? Right, right. If, all, if, if, everything, if this was a horrible decision, if yeah. this was a terrible decision, you're in good company. Because yeah. go ask anybody who's made it successfully, right? And you ask them, have you ever made a poor decision? Have you? Did you ever make a bad investment? Right, right. And they're not not a one of them. A kid say, oh no, that wasn't me. Right, right. I didn't make any mistakes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So leaning into that and picking up your new identity, realizing even if this all blows up in my face, yeah. I'm in good company. Yeah. Because I know that there's abundance. Right. I know that there are others that have gone before me who yeah. have royally screwed up yeah. and still made it. Yeah. Well, so speaking in identity and abundance and, and who you have with you, obviously, like, you know where I come from and I know where you come from as far as your faith goes. Mm-hmm. And if my if this audience that listens to this podcast does not understand that about me, and most of the guests that are on here, then I'm doing something completely wrong. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, because that needs to be something that is definitely well known throughout this. <clears throat> right. But you brought up something earlier that was very eye-opening as far as, all right, well, what does God have to say mm-hmm. about that? Because if you're operating on a scarcity mindset, you're eliminating the opportunity of other involvement. 
outside your abilities. If you're operating in a scarcity mindset, you're only giving yourself the option of your involvement and mm-hmm. your contribution. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're, we end up believing a lie, right? Because right. that's not what God says. Right. God says in Galatians, uh, uh, what is it, 4, 7, yeah. that we're no longer slaves. You're no longer a slave, but, but God's child. And since you're his child, God has made you an heir. Right, so you 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 end up believing that lie from Satan that says, "Ah, I'm an heir of the Creator of the universe." That means there's not much out there for me. Right. And like, bro, that's that's total. That's a total lie. That's a total lie because you're missing the point. You here. are totally missing the point. God says you are an heir. Yeah. And. Why are you choosing to why are you choosing to believe this about yourself? That's not true. Yeah. Pick up the belief that there there I mean God God says that I take care of the the lilies, yeah. of the 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 flowers of the the valley. Yeah. You know, I feed the sparrows. How much more do you think I'm going to take care of you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're like we're heirs to the creator of the universe. Yeah. We need to lean into that every single day and realize that I I guess I'm covered. Yeah. Right? That's where a disciplined practice of faith comes in. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. 100%, 100%. I mean, because a lot of times what faith means in practice form, and and <clears throat> I think that you're, you're I, I feel and I think and I truly believe that your faith grows when it's challenged. Absolutely. Because you got to put it into play. It everything is head knowledge. You can listen to however many sermons and how and get however much advice and go to church however many times. If you have nothing to apply it to and relate it into your life, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's spoken words or words on a page. If you cannot apply it, means nothing. Well, you're gonna piss a lot of people off with this. You realize? I don't care. <laughs> But just but you're but you're right. You're hundred percent right, and I agree yeah. that you if if your faith has never been tested, yeah, it's um you know it's like a battle sword, right? Yeah, you can make the prettiest looking sword, but you take it outside and you try and use it on anything, and it blows apart. What kind of sword was it really? Right, might have been good to look at right. or something nice to hang on the wall, but you can't actually use it. Right. Your faith is the same way. Right. It's got to right. be tested. Right. It gets stronger right. through testing. Right. When you're challenged in right. those times. And then it goes in. You can then take that and apply it to being uncomfortable in business and in growth. Because oh, that's something in in, yeah. in this, in that space of business ownership, entrepreneurship. I feel like entrepreneurship is a coin phrase that's almost beginning yeah. to be overused. I agree. I agree. A lot of people say that, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. you know? So oh, let's come you. up with something else, like right now, because I. <laughs> what, what do you want to call it? I started just calling them high performers. Yeah, high performers. A high performing pe- person. Sure. You sure. know, because, so you're familiar. Dude, real quick, you want to test your faith? Go from being an, an employee yeah. to a business owner? <laughs> <laughs> You're leaning on God every single day. Well, when I first when I first started with my business, um, I've had a just a, a a mentor to me ever since I was about 14 years old, and that of a spiritual mentor. Sure. 
And one of the things that he said to me was, Kyle, your business is not going to be anything about you. Yeah. But it's going to have everything to do about your relationship between you and God. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that, before you jump into this journey that you've now created for yourself, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I hear you, but I, I don't know how to believe you. Right. You know? Once you start putting into practice, A, it goes through a cycle. It goes through a cycle of I'm putting myself in a position to where A, I'm on new, I'm in new territory. Right. I've gotten myself into a place that's bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it alone. Yeah. Then you start leaning on promises that your faith backs up or that, that, your, that your faith gives you. But you're not going to recognize them as truth until you see those things come to fulfillment. Mm -hmm. What that looks like is you experience success beyond what you could have put together for yourself. Yep. I didn't didn't realize that I could be here right now. I didn't know that this was possible. I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is much further than A, that I planned for. Right. B than I was expecting, and much more than I feel like I deserve. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, so are you uh, are you glad that uh, you know this seems to be the, the this seems to be the uh, you know God's will that you're here with the success in the company that you have. I feel like yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. I I feel like if it wasn't God's will, it wouldn't be so easy to achieve. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. It would be a lot more difficult yeah. and you would be hitting like that doesn't mean that there's not challenges and yeah. everyday challenges. Yeah. But the reward is worth the effort. Oof. Ooh. Dude, we got to do a podcast on God's will sometime. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Dude, I, I'm, just, I'm down for just it. Just talking about God's will. How do you know what God's will is? I'd love to do that. I mean, that... And this but what you just like, said was the the reward is worth the effort. Yes. But you didn't know that until you started doing. Right. 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 You didn't know that. Right. So you had to have faith that like, okay, God, I'm gonna. Yep. So th- like every day I pray, yep. I, I ask God, I'm like, God, go before me and what I'm about to do. Yep. I'm going to do what I think is your will for me for this day. I'm going to do what I think I need to get done. But if it's not your will, Lord, you let me know. Right. I'm going to show up. I'm just going to keep showing up. Yep. And if it's not meant to be, let me know. Right. Make it very obvious that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. But you got to have faith every day. Yeah. Show up and just keep doing. Yeah. There's We, we did a... a <clears throat> an episode with a guy uh, named Lewis. I'm sorry, Lewis, if I'm going to butcher your name because I'm not looking at it at the moment, but we'll call him Lewis O. Lewis O, all right. Oliveros, I think, is what it is. That's a cool name. We were talking, cool guy. Uh, We were talking about branding in passion, passion and branding and the relationship between the two. Sure. And one of the things that we landed on for a long time in in that episode was... How do you not become so attached to your business mm. 
that you don't know when to let go hmm. or how to let go? Well, I think it's the same way you view your children. And you don't know this because you, hmm. you, you don't have kids, but I'm speaking from my experience. Yeah. It's a very, man, it's uh so I lost uh, uh, two children, um, one through uh, stillborn birth and another one through miscarriage. Mm. And I came to the realization right then that my children are not my own. As mm. much as I want those kids to be my own, I got to realize that that I'm just a steward. Yeah. Uh, God, is, God, is, God has given those children to me to steward. That's it. They're not mine. I am not responsible for how they turn out. I can't take it. You know, if my kid decides to grow up and go just, you know, completely off the reservation against yeah. what I would want him to do, yeah. That's that's him. That's yeah. not me. Yeah. And so I view I view my business very much the same way. Yeah. I can show up and steward that business as much as I possibly can within my strength, but if God decides to use it some other way, he decides to take it from me. Right. Right? Or I'm, I'm working as hard as I can on this business and mm -hmm. we get to, you know, 10 years, two years right. down the road right. and it completely blows up. Right. It compl Whatever. Yeah. God asked me to steward my business to the best of my ability during this time. Yeah. I don't get to decide when it when it's done. Right. But I think it's also important to realize that your, your, your business, you know... I believe a healthy business is like a line, not a circle. It mm -hmm. doesn't continue forever. We've seen that with COVID. We've seen through COVID, okay. there's been businesses that have been operating a certain way for the past 40 years, yeah. right? They've been doing business the same. As soon as COVID hits, shuts down. Right. Completely wrecks them. Right. So I think moving forward, especially our generation of entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship, yep. um, we need to realize that there's a start and there's a stop. So maybe preparing in your mind, getting ready for what's that exit look like for me? What's that end goal mm. look like for me? Instead yeah. of just keeping them forever. And I've seen this, we're gonna go back to the parenting analogy, is I know that my kids aren't going to be in my house forever. I'm right. not, I'll, I'll always be their parent, right? But right. at some point, they're gonna move away. They're right. gonna grow up, they're gonna move away, they're gonna have their own spouses and start making their own babies. Right. Way to go, you know. But I can't. I can't. As much as I want them to stay kids forever, as much as I, they gotta grow. Same yeah. with your business. Yeah. As much as I want this little bit of success to last forever. Yeah. We got a new week. Yeah. Monday's right around the corner. Let's go. So something new. Why Why do you think that we want to hold on to something that's small? Because that's a great yeah. analogy. That's that is a great analogy, and I, like, as I'm listening to you hear this. Or, or, or as yeah, as, as I'm listening to you say this, like I'm learning myself just based on your experiences that I don't have yeah. as a father. Yeah, you know, and so honestly, I feel sometimes like I get I can be very consumed in my current situation. Yeah, because you know, pe people ask me like, I mean, I've got hobbies. You know, I play drums. I ride dirt bikes. People ask me, you know, what what have you been doing? I feel like sometimes one of my biggest downfalls is I enjoy what I do so much, mm -hmm. I don't leave much room for much else. Mm. And so in the back of my mind, and I'm, I'm kind of getting on my soapbox here a little bit, but 
I mean, truthfully, in the back of my mind, sometimes I wonder, like, am I setting myself up for disaster that I don't see coming up? Mm. Because there's not other elements. I don't have those other elements to balance in life. Sure. The other side of me thinks that I have an opportunity to build something and get it to point whatever that might be. And that God's given me the opportunity to invest as much time and dedication because maybe I wouldn't be able to do it mm. with a wife and kids. Not saying it can't be done. Right. But I don't, I mean, I, I, I feel that, you know, I'm put in this situation for a reason. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all right, I know, like going back to the exchange, I know that my involvement with my business is going to experience an exchange mm-hmm. When I am married, mm. that's going to be one exchange. Mm-hmm. And then again, when I have kids, yeah, one kid, two kids, three, you know what I mean? Like right. there's going to be lots of exchanges that happen there. Sure. And so you talking about the lessons you've learned through parenting that you then apply to your business. Mm-hmm. Why would we, it, 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 it almost just like it, it's one of those epiphany moments for me is, yeah, why would I want it to stay small? Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, we can often idolize what it is that we've created. Yeah. Because we're not creators. Yeah. But you know that that job that yeah. job goes to the one yeah. that owns this plan. So I, <laughs> it, yes, you're exactly so, right. I think the better way to ask that question to to give a better response opportunity is. What are the reasons that we get hung up on staying small? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, why do people get hung up there? Why do we get hung up there? And so, so go, you started answering that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, why do we get hung up on staying small? Yeah. We're afraid. Right? Yeah. If, Dude, if you were not afraid of anything... How much more do you think you'd be able to do? Yeah. How much more do you think you'd be able to accomplish? Well, essentially, you would be much more willing to take a bigger risk. 100%. If you knew you couldn't possibly fail, yeah, you'd astound yourself at what you'd be able to do. So, if you knew that you couldn't fail, do you think that would take some of the desire for challenge out? Because if you couldn't fail, then how are you going to be rewarded? How are you going to be rewarded? If you can't lose, then where's the reward in winning? Well, there's always a reward in winning. Yeah, but there's a reward because you beat the odds. Okay. Some people just like to win. But if there's no losing, I think, then how I, do you win? I, I think we're getting. I think we're getting off course here. <laughs> uh, you know, the, Kyle, you're this, taking us down a rabbit hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the, I I think your your original question was why do we hold on to something that's small right why are yeah. we afraid to you know why are yeah. we afraid to grow yep um I think uh, well I I went back to um, we idolize what we've created right yeah we 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 don't want it to change because if it changes it's open to attack it's open to scrutiny yeah it's open to well. Kyle, you realize you're making a mistake, or Cody, you realize what you're doing here. You're, yeah. Why can't you just be happy with what you got, right? Yeah. So we get we get caught in in thinking, well, 
if mm. I just keep this small, yep. then I can control it. If so, I keep this small, yeah. then nothing bad's gonna happen. Right. Right? Nothing bad can happen. And I can create again if I want to, but I don't want this to be destroyed. I don't want this to be challenged. Mm-hmm. Because again, it go it goes back to that scarcity mindset, thinking that well, I don't want anything to happen to this little thing that I built. Yeah, I don't want it to fall apart. I've yeah. worked so hard yeah. to create this little thing. Yeah, but you also have to hold it in an open hand to God, right? Yeah. How can God use it if you close your fist? Right. If you clench your fist, right. He can't get in there. Right. You hold it in an open hand. Yeah. It's scary because you're like. Anything could knock this thing out of my hand. Yeah. So I started, and you you probably saw them when you used my, my bathroom, but I started writing stuff on my bathroom window, or excuse me, bathroom mirror, because I see it every day, and I wanted like, all right, where can I put these constant reminders? Right. So I can create a, basically just ingrain something in my my brain, my thought process, whatever it is. If you see something, if you, if you, you know, it's going to become a natural. But I, I put on there <clears throat> that my God is that of abundance. Mm-hmm. And that came from, it hit me one day that me being scarce robs God the opportunity of blessing me. That's what came first in that statement that I wrote down there. So the, the statement is, my God is uh, one of abundance. Mm-hmm. Scarcity prevents blessings. Mm-hmm. The thought of... Because you're closing it off. Yes. If I am leaving the opportunity for blessings closed yeah. because I'm too scared in my own head, what I'm really doing is I'm prov- I'm holding God back from blessing me. Like mm-hmm. He's ready to do that. Mm-hmm. And so at that point in time, it's the realization of I need to learn... I need to learn how to rid myself of this mindset mm-hmm. so I can... A, be open for blessings. The side effect, I feel like, or like that's a side effect because in order to do that, you have to further your faith. Mm-hmm. 100%. The blessings are the side effects. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's got to be challenged. Right. Your faith has to be challenged. Right. Right. So I thought that you were a great person to talk about this with partly because of your involvement with Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I see Grant a 10X, lot online. 10X, baby. 10X. 10X. <laughs> Grant Cardone, Uncle G. He is definitely a man of abundance. Like 100%. You, 100%. Not, well, he is now. He hasn't always been that way, but no. he is now yeah. for sure. And he teaches that. Yeah. Definitely. So what, what are some of the things that you've learned from him with that? Uh, if you gotta take that, we can, dude, we can stop nah, this. No, okay. um, it's. Uh, I mean, he he he's constantly telling you that there's no shortage of money. Yeah. Right. You're never gonna empty the world out of money. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, Lake Michigan over here. You know, going to grab a bucket of water right. out of Lake Michigan. You're not gonna empty that thing. You yeah. can't. Yeah. You can't empty it. Yeah. And you can go as much as you want. And keep taking a bucket out at a time. It's not. You're not going to empty it. And that's his whole thing. Is like, listen, um, there's no shortage of money. There's just a lack of stick with itness. 
right? That's even a word. Yeah. And also your level of your your uh, level of creativity. Yeah. Right. Because if you really if if you really believe that there's a scarcity, right? We're not. Uh, um, let's so let's let's talk about toilet paper, right? Yeah. Remember in COVID, <laughs> where everybody's like, ah, for some reason they thought toilet paper. You had to have toilet paper that was during, during this time. But there were a lot of there were a lot of um, people that went without toilet paper, right? You go yeah. into stores and there's a scarcity of toilet paper, right? Yeah. For the people that really needed toilet paper, they got creative on ways to find toilet paper. I mean, I found there, there were some people that were buying rolls of toilet paper for 100, 150 bucks yeah. a roll on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Right. But for those people, there was toilet paper in abundance. Right. It wasn't on the store shelves, but yeah. they found a way to get toilet paper because yeah. it was important to them. Right. 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 So, everybody else, they go to the stores and like, well, dang. I don't know what I'm going to do because yeah. the toilet paper's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's a so, bad place to be so, in. <laughs> so your abundance level matched with creativity is going to be like level 100 if you just went out and bought a bidet. Yeah. I mean, boom. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. Now that something is becoming scarce, I'm going to find a way to not even need it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You guys fight over it. Right. But then, like we were talking about, it's your it's your mindset. It's a daily discipline of changing yeah. your mindset, uh, yeah. you know, against the identity that you hold towards thinking that there's a scarcity, you know, yeah. oh, we're, there's there's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. There and that's and like I said before, I really like how you brought to this conversation the tying in of identity mm-hmm. along with scarcity because if you're ever in doubt, remind yourself where you. What are you a part of? Who did you come from? Where sure. where did you come from? Yeah. Whose kingdom are you a part of? What are you an heir to? Like there is there there is not a lack of abundance mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also it depends on what you're your what you're believing at the time. Yeah. What you're what you're listening to yeah. because the enemy wants to get us on an island, and then once we get on an island. You you realize that you you're you're thinking in your mind that there's there's a lack of community there's right. a lack of um, people who can speak into my life they can help me they can really fix my thinking right yeah. you don't even want to get around those those people or that type of influence right so um, that's what the enemy wants he's fighting to get us on our own right we can plug into that abundance mindset and realize that. Bro, there's there's so many people I can talk to. Right. There's so many different uh, uh, examples of uh, struggle that right. have brought forth success. Right. 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 So it's uh, it's it's very important what you listen to your daily. I think it. You know, I commend you for writing on your bathroom mirror and all those uh, uh, words of affirmation and uh, just truths. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, God is not a is not a God of scarcity, mm-hmm. not at all. So you said earlier something that kind of caught my ear, and you're like, why, why can't you be happy with what you have? Mm-hmm. That thought alone comes from wanting something better, mm-hmm. which is how we're programmed. Sure. Which, of, which is if we're created in the, in the image of God, it's not like we were created at a point to where we weren't perfect. Mm-hmm. We were not created at a point to where that's good enough. Mm-hmm. The world wasn't created with the mindset of, I'll stop there. Like, God was done when he was satisfied with it. Mm -hmm. 
the reason I can't be happy with what I have is because I'm not satisfied with it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not that doesn't come from a place of arrogance. It can be used out of a place of arrogance, depending right. on what you do with it. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's I, I mean, what are you doing with your blessings? What are you doing with your motivation? What are you doing with what you have? Yeah, you know, it's not <clears throat> wrong to not be satisfied. Sure, I think. You can almost opening up that topic is. I mean, we could do probably a two part episode on it. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. There's a lot of different things that go into that thinking. Why you know? Aren't can't you just be happy with what you have? Right. Right. No, and I'm okay with that. Like, no. Right. I mean, you with some things, dude, yes. Some things, uh, yeah, for sure. But it's a it's the difference of being content versus complacent. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sometimes you have to be content with what you have. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you have to identify where you're being complacent. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about money, right? We're talking about... With anything. A, a bun- well, for sure. For sure. Uh, yes. Yes. But like we in, this, in this scenario, we're yes. talking about money. Yes. We and led into this with the, yeah. with the uh, angle of money. Yeah. But why would I stop? Why would I... Why would I be complacent with my relationship with my future wife and not wanting to continue to invest in her why would i not want something better why would i not want a better relationship with my kids why would i not want a better relationship with my family and the friends around me and things like that well that's personal that is personal that's that that's up to you yeah right but what you can't people can't people can't look at, at at you know your relationship or well, let's use your your business right now, because yep. um, that's reality. Yeah, your pe- people can't look at your business and say, Kyle, you're doing just fine. Yeah, you're, why? Even I'm doing try? fine why? from your from, but see that's the thing. Your situation that's for yourself. <laughs> so I think you got to be yeah. honest with you got to be honest with yourself in realizing like when people ask me, you know, I've heard this before. What you know, you've done very well. You're you're you know creating this business that's exploding. Yeah. When's enough enough? I just tell them straight up because I got to be honest with myself. Listen, I truly believe that God wants me to be a wealthy man. Yeah. I truly believe that God wants me to be a wealthy man. I don't think any of us were designed to be poor. No. Well, there, there's I some mean, people maybe. that God has called into poverty for different reasons. Yes. For, for you know, for what's for them. But yes. for me, yeah. I believe that I have a different calling. Yeah. Therefore... I'm going to hustle buns yep. until I yep. create something that will help other people, yep. affect other lives, leave a legacy for my kids. Yeah. If you know that this is on the table for you, why would you not go get it? Exactly. If yep. you have the choice, yep. if you have the choice between a, you know, having a lot of money and having a little bit of money and here's 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 the thing too. I think a lot of people associate money with bad. It's evil. It's wrong. You know, money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil. Like, no, bro, no. Yeah, but money itself <laughs> is not evil. What, it is no. the root of evil. Evil is evil. Yeah, right. Money is not evil. There's no evil in money. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how you use that, but how you use anything yeah. can be evil. Yeah. At, so, okay. Oh, what's he doing here? I'm going to pull out a dollar bill. Ooh, look at that. This dollar bill right there. What year is this thing? George 2013. 13. Mr. Washington on the front. This paper up, dollar George? bill itself is not evil. Right. 
I don't see. I don't see any evil in her. No, I don't see any. I mean, he. I mean, his hair is kind of hideous, but you know uh-huh. that could be considered evil in somebody's in somebody's world. But now my mind's kind of running as I'm figuring out where to, how far to back up before I land with this. Yeah. And that, what I do with that is evil. Mm-hmm. Has the potential to be sure. If if you make and if so. You, then it puts if the you res- personally make that decision, right? This if, money is not evil for both of us, right? If if I value this dollar bill more so than the Bible that it's sitting right next to, that's a matter of evil, right? And so 100%. then it puts a responsibility on you. It's not a ma- I mean, this is just an object. This is just a thing. What are you putting it above? But you could go as far back as to say. Money is not, or to explain, money is the root of all evil because evil is in your heart. Mm-hmm. Like evil comes from your desires. So it, it's not a matter of money is evil, it's your desires can be evil. What are you doing with it? Money just accelerates what was already there. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Money just gives you the opportunity to do stupid faster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh man, if that isn't a true statement. <laughs> I mean, if you're poor, you don't get to do stupid too often. If you're rich and it's and the evil is in your heart, you get yeah. to do it a lot. Yeah. And you're right. It it comes from it, it it's an outpouring of what was already in your heart, right? Yeah. It's like a sponge. Man, that's deep. You squeeze that sponge, what's gonna come out? What's inside. Yep. The sponge is not evil. Yeah. Yeah. With same with the money. Yeah. Now, as a as a Christian brother, Kyle, I could look at what you're doing and, and I could offer to uh, you know counsel you and say, Kyle, I think how you're going about getting money mm-hmm. is wrong. Mm-hmm. I could look at how you're spending money mm-hmm. and say, Kyle, I think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But then that it it would have to be good counsel, right? Yeah. yeah. It would have to be. You, you and I would have to be on the same page. Yeah. And you would have to value my counsel yeah. in order to do anything about it. You could say, yeah. thanks, bro. Get out of my face. Well, it has to make sense. Like you can't, you can't provide good counsel without undeniable truth. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because otherwise, yes. Use the you, word of God. Exactly. <laughs> so and what I mean by that is... <clears throat> Let's say you come to me and you say, Kyle, I think you're going about it the wrong way because you're jealous of how I'm getting it. Sure. Or something along those lines. Yeah. You are not bringing undeniable truth to me at that point in time, so it's not going to make sense and it's not going to register. I'm bringing my sour attitude. You are bringing your sour attitude. And I think that there's... If you're trying to figure out what is true and what's not, you have to understand what gauge you're using. Right. Everything is going to have a gauge. And a lot of it comes down to your intuition. Mm-hmm. Does what Cody is telling me, is that truth? And it, is it truth and I'm either willing to or not willing to accept it? Or is it just plain not making sense? Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with where I'm at, but what he's telling me isn't making sense and I can't figure out why. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, you have kind to of. you have to you have to gauge where I'm coming from. Right. But if you came to me and you said, Kyle, I don't think the way that you're going 
going about this is the right way, and here's why. Mm-hmm. If it's bringing all truth, undeniable truth, yes. If you're bringing yeah. undeniable truth, yeah, then I'm at the point of, well, why do you say that? Well, because what you did wasn't honest, right? Right. Well, you made stuff up. Well, the perception that you gave to the client isn't real, right? You're masking things, or it's just plain not fair. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you can get it, great, but there is a limit sometimes to where there's a difference in business between getting getting your dollar out of value mm-hmm. and straight taking advantage of somebody. Oh, I agree 100%. Like, there's a yeah. difference of, I'm so busy, I need to raise my prices. Yeah. Well, where do I stop? I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference in that versus, bro, you are straight taking advantage of this situation right now. Right. Right. You know, and if yep. if you We've came to me... Seen some of that coming out of COVID. <clears throat> right. Definitely. Right. Well, and okay, so a good example of that is, you know, you're, you're in the hot tub maintenance. Yeah. You're in the hot tub industry. I'm in the asphalt industry. Right. If you had an asphalt business and you said, Kyle... You can't be charging that much. Why? Because you're jealous that I'm getting more than you? Uh-huh, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kyle, you got to or... make it fair for the rest of us. <laughs> Kyle. Right. Or, Kyle, you can't charge that much. Why? Dude, you're... Because you are so far out. Yeah. If anybody realized what you were doing, you'd be yeah. shut down. Yeah. You are straight taking advantage. Hey, Kyle, you're doing the same thing that the rest of everybody else in town is doing, and you're charging... Four times more right. than what we're charging. Right. You got to see what's going on here. Right. Yeah. Or just that's very different from. Yeah. Well, you suck, Kyle, because you're winning <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and I am a firm believer in. I mean, to be completely honest, I have bid jobs that I was twice as much on. Sure. And I've gotten them. Sure. Because I provided twice as much value inside my bid. Right. Now, this is a very touchy subject, and some people will argue, well, if you can get four times more for it, then fine. Mm. Okay, go back to the gauge of how well do you sleep at this? Mm-hmm. Do you know that you got away and with taking advantage? how long exactly. do you want to be in this business? Right, and how long can you sustain that? Yeah. If you feel like you're staying ahead, just ahead of getting caught... That's a bad place to be, man. That's you're, called being on the run. Exactly. If you're staying just ahead of being caught, and that's the gauge that you can settle with as far as that topic is concerned, and that's yeah. living, I feel like, maybe too much abundance. Yeah. Could, would you agree with that? To, to is, say, is, say that again? Because to, 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 to refer to our, to our topic of scarcity versus abundance, right. you're almost going too far in the wrong direction. Well, right, because what's motivating you to make that decision? Right. Oh, I got to charge a lot of money. Why? Well, because I can. <laughs> Dude, where's the abundance mindset? You think that there's not going to be any other customers that that come walk up behind that guy? Oh, so essentially what you're saying is somebody going too far in the other direction is also operating out of a scarcity mindset. 100%. Ah. 100%. Because if you're if you're seeing let's you're seeing a funnel right yep. right now is the time to strike strike while the iron's hot you know yeah. I can charge four times the prices I gotta charge and I gotta get as much as I can right now yeah why you think this is gonna 
stop? Yeah. You think this is going to end? Yeah. You bro, you don't realize that like you you have very you have a very low opinion of yourself and what you <laughs> believe that you can you're capable of doing. Yeah. If you think that everything's going to fail and it's going to fall and the floor is going to fall out, right? And we're all going to be done and you took advantage of it. Okay. Yeah. Go start something else. Right. There's there's an abundance, there's an abundance of ideas, there's yeah. an abundance of ways to make money. Yeah. You shouldn't be charging as much as you possibly can yeah. and try and try and get away with it. Yeah. Um no. Yeah. Because your motivation is to try and get as much as you can. Yeah. Before before the time's up, right? Yeah. There's always there's always scarcity in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, this, you know, there's not very many customers out there. Right. I've got this one guy that can that can pay me right. a I lot of money. Right. I don't know if I'll be getting any more call. That's one thing. It's like, all right, the leads that I have right now. What if I don't get any more? Mm-hmm. Do this where you got to live in faith. Right. I don't under, I don't understand how you can have faith in that way yeah. because you're you're saying, Lord. Hallowed be your name. Yeah. Give me daily bread. Yeah. That's all I ask. Yep. Give me daily bread. I have Just to trust today. that you have my best interest in mind. Yeah. And I have to trust that you are going to give me what I need. And so, it's okay. This God, is, I'm going to step out yep. and buy this big piece of machinery. Yep. If it's okay with you, Lord. Yep. I'm going to go. And if it doesn't work out and it goes back. I just need rice and beans. Yeah. Just rice and beans, Lord. <laughs> if it goes back, if all this fails... Then that just means that you have something else planned for me, but sure. I still am able to walk with the knowledge that you're that I'm not abandoned. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is where this is where I start to question. Like, I don't know how people can walk without faith sometimes, mm-hmm. because there is always an answer to your uncertainty. Yeah. But if I have... don't have an answer to my uncertainty, like that, just well, we live with hope. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We live with hope. Yeah. And that would be a very dark place for anyone who's listening that doesn't have that hope. Yeah. Bro, I don't see... I I know that I couldn't... I don't know about you, Kyle, but I know that I couldn't live that way. Yeah. I couldn't live that way without hope. Yeah. It's... When you get to that point of understanding that God's going to taking care of tomorrow and mm-hmm. I'm taking care of today. I mean, he's taking care of today too, but he's taking care of tomorrow. I just have to be concerned about today. Sure. I just have to focus on today. Just I take care like, of today. Right. I feel like that's an act of surrender. It is an act of surrender. Like, because we got to give it up. Right. Because, and that's, that, it's easy for me and you to understand because we regularly invest in our faith. Yeah. Well, you got to wake up and do it right away. Right. But that explaining that to somebody that has that no faith whatsoever. No faith whatsoever. Yeah. And that's not even like if you don't have any faith, that's fine. I'm not I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to say that you are doing something wrong because it's different than me. Yeah. But but I'm here to tell you that you're missing out. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I'm a big person of the footwork, especially when I like when I want to know, all right, how do I do it? How do I surrender? Yeah. Because it's something you hear about often. Yeah. You hear about, oh, you need to surrender and this, that, and the other thing and, and, and surrender your life. All right, well, how? Mm-hmm. How do you which, act- actively surrender? Right, which then goes back to if I can't apply it to something, it means nothing. Yeah. 
okay, I understand that I have to surrender. How do I do that? Yeah. That sometimes comes in a form of don't worry about tomorrow, Oof. which then can be backed up with when God tells you, cast all your fears on him, which then comes Lean with... Lean not a, on your own right, understanding and all your ways acknowledge right, him. Which then follows into, all right, well, I don't know how to do it. You just plain need to throw it off your shoulders. And yeah. then I feel like you can explain what it means to be reckless. Because you're going against something that would be your natural response and natural tendencies. Right. It feels reckless mm-hmm. for me to not worry about tomorrow. Uh-huh. Dude, that's why we have faith. Yeah. Well, Kyle, how can you not worry about tomorrow and not be worried and not be concerned? I can do that. Because I already was not planning on having as much success as I have. Uh, I'm very glad that you said that. Because I was thinking the exact same thing. And ties it back into with what we said earlier. In I, I feel like you know where my head's at. And I'm going to ask you to help me mm-hmm. get this out. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't plan on being where I was at. Mm -hmm. You didn't plan on being where you were at. Yeah. All you did was start in something that you didn't know what you were doing. Right. And God's faithfulness was proven to you because it wasn't a complete failure. Mm -hmm. Which means that you have understood God's will for your life because you also didn't sit on the couch. You had to take action. Mm Mm-hmm. That comes, I feel like God sometimes speaks through us, to us, through our intuition. Through your feelings, through your emotions. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to start a business. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> what made you think up that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have an option with that. I'm going to sit here on the couch until it falls in my lap because that's... Because that's God speaking to me. Now, (laughs) you have to put yourself in a place of vulnerability in order to allow God to show you his greatness Mm -hmm. and show you his abundance. And then when you get to a point of being of further discomfort, because discomfort goes hand in hand with growth. Mm -hmm. The trick is, is not losing sight of that. Mm-hmm. Understand what brought you to where you're at now. And don't be fooled that now that God has blessed you, he's placed all the responsibility on your shoulders and he's left you to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God doesn't leave us at all. But think about this too, man. Do you feel that you've drawn closer to God since you started your business? Yes. So why? Why? Yeah. I feel like you feel that you've received more blessing because I had no choice but to rely on him more. Absolutely. So I feel like a I have definitely grown closer to God, right? But B, it's left it's given me the opportunity to or it, it's given me the uh it was just on my mind. It's it's given me 
also a bigger vulnerability to stray from that essentially mm. because it's given me a bigger opportunity to lose sight of that mm. yeah because when your challenges get bigger mm-hmm. you feel alone <laughs> you feel alone yeah when you when when your challenges get bigger let's okay so for for whatever reason the analogy of david and goliath is popping up in my head okay uh-huh. and when i visualize that interaction i feel like the sun's out okay yeah Yeah. if david's facing somebody that's the same size as him and the sun's david is facing the sun yeah it's going to be fairly bright out Mm -hmm. when you're facing somebody that's nine times your size they have the ability to block the sun just by their sheer size right right and i feel like that's the position that we find ourselves in is we have the availability of losing sight of truth. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I definitely feel like my faith has grown, but I feel like it's grown in challenges as well. Absolutely. Because your faith has been challenged. But have you ever thought about how God had this thing for you to do, right? Yeah. You didn't receive any blessing from the business yeah before yes you did it right you didn't receive all of the blessing that god had for you mm-hmm. in this challenge mm-hmm. before you did it yeah right you right. had to you had to choose the challenge you had to okay god i feel like starting a business right mm-hmm. well, how do you know i just feel like it i'm just mm-hmm. gonna do it mm-hmm. there's freedom in that and it should get you just pumped to realize like Man, there's a big challenge that I feel God's calling me to to do. That's fantastic. Right. That's awesome. Right. Because guess what? There's blessing in there. You don't even know it yet. You know what I mean? Like think about the next yeah. two years, the next five years, whatever. In yeah. our entrepreneurial journey, yeah. there's blessing that God has for us that we haven't even tasted yet. Yeah. That should that yeah. should just pump you up and get you excited and 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 help solidify that abundance identity realizing that like yeah bro there, there's so much that god's got for me yeah there's so much there there are lives that i'm gonna affect yeah that i have in, in people that i haven't even met yet yeah dude that's like you're, you're saying that and like i'm not jumping up and down because i'm absorbing it because you're yeah. you're like i'm just i'm like i'm hearing it i'm absorbing it i'm yeah i'm applying it to my own situation yeah. like but i'm saying right. like also for our listeners like listen if you're if there's anything that's like holding you back and think I don't know if this is God's will. I don't I don't know what to do. I don't right. like listen. You could yeah in fact not could. I know that you are holding God back from blessing you. You're yeah. holding him back yeah. from from something that he there, there's something that yeah. he wants to give you. So you can even find blessing in a quote unquote failure. Absolutely. And that's like that. What that, what would that look like? What does that look like? That would mean that, that if you started something, let's say we're just we're gonna pick on starting a business. Yep. You can apply this to starting a relationship, switching jobs, whatever it is. You're taking a big risk. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna pick on starting a business. You start a business. You get six months into it. 
it's a it's it's a it's a hardcore failure. Total disaster. Just down the tubes. <laughs> yeah. Those are six months of lessons that you didn't know before that you can apply to the next thing. That Absolutely. is one way that you've qualified. That wasn't God's plan for your life. That it was something work. else. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't get off the couch and allow yourself to be in a position of vulnerability, yeah. which wow. is still operating in a scarcity mindset because, well, what if it doesn't work out? Yep. Well, what if you don't take the option to find what, out? What if nothing happens? Well, what if you do nothing? Right. Then it, you not only lost out on that opportunity, you went backwards. Right. Because time is moving forwards. Yep. If you're not moving forward with it. It's not asking for your permission. You're not even standing still. It's you're going backwards. 100%. 100%. You've got to take action. Right. Because you're not, you're not going to know. Right. You sit there and analyze it all day long yep. until you take action. Yep. I mean, there were a lot of assumptions that I had about my business before I got started. Yeah. There were a lot of ideas and things that I thought business was going to be. Mm-hmm. But now that, I, now that I'm in business, it's, it's a whole different game, man. <laughs> <laughs> whole it different is. ball of wax. It is. <laughs> so we talked about something earlier that I've always found very important to people starting out. In the, in the business journey because, you know, all right, how can we identify areas of scarcity? Mm-hmm. When you don't have a big demand, it's easy to be scarce. Mm. Like you were talking about earlier, I have to sell this client. Right. Why? Right. Like, because yeah. <laughs> you, you, those, it's easier to answer the question of why when you have 50 other potential clients lined up after this one. Right. When you're right. booked out weeks ahead of time. You're right. If you're only... Well, I think it's scary for people that are just starting out too. Yes. Like I was just starting out. I had this lady that I did a job for for $35 per trip. Yeah. And she was she was not close. Not a close customer. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, but I was just starting out, so I didn't know yeah. where my other customers were coming from. So how... Where you're at now, now I'm going to pause you just for a second. Yeah. So for for a, a, a listener's gauge, where you're at now in your business mm-hmm. is much further along than that uh, uh, scenario. Yeah. How much should you have charged her based on where you're at now? Uh, I mean... If that same job approached you today, how much over $35 a trip would it be? Like four times that. So 120, 130 bucks. Okay, so you yeah. were devaluing yourself. Hundred percent. You were at twenty-five percent of where you should have been. Hundred Okay, now yeah. now yeah. now continue. Yeah, definitely. Because what I mean, I was just starting out. I didn't I, I mean I was I was so uh, hungry for that customer. I was so in the grind, like I gotta get everybody that I can get, and I yeah. didn't realize that there's you know, there's uh there's a difference between an expensive customer and a good priced customer. Yeah. You know an appropriate I mean? priced customer. An appropriate priced. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So in that in that mindset, I was very, I was like, there's there's very scarce customers that are gonna pay me for doing what I'm gonna do. Like I don't even know where these people yeah. are. I don't know what yeah. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I don't even know how to get any more customers. So yeah, yeah during that time, 100. Yeah. Now, um, I can very easily. Um, it's still a daily choice, but I can I can very easily rest in the abundance that I currently have and yeah. in the abundance of 
knowing what the market's going to produce, right. um, who is out there that I've yet to influence and right. touch. Right. Um, uh, but there's still that scarcity mindset. Even, you know, if I'll, I'll talk to a customer, I'm getting better at this, but I'll talk to a customer and they'll hit me with, man, your prices are way too high. I just had this guy the other day. And, uh, and a little part of me is like, well, yeah, he's right. Huh? Who do I think I am charging? You know, I'm not the prince of the, you know, Dubai or something. Like, I, I don't need to, like, yeah, he's right. I am charging. But at, I, I just immediately, I responded to him and I said, uh, sir, I understand that our prices are high. Um, a lot of customers have felt that way before they received our service. Yeah. Now, what I can do mm-hmm. is I can give you this option. We can come out and we can perform the service for you. And you could pay me the day of service. And he thought about it and he chose to go with that option. Yeah. If I were to just say, you know what, you're, you're right, sir. How about we do it for a discounted rate? Mm. Boom. Right then and there, I would have set the stage for that guy, yep. that customer. I would have devalued my service yeah. right then and there instead of sticking to my guns and knowing that and you're telling him he's I'm right. providing I'm providing a value. Yeah. I would have been telling him that he's right. He's yeah. yeah. I would have that would have been telling him, "Yep, you called me out. You caught me. Yep. Everybody else has been stupid, but you caught me." Oh, you know? dude, that's huge. That is <laughs> that is massive right there. You have to believe that you can't be ripping people off, but at right, the same right, time, right, don't right. devalue what you're providing. Right. Because right. there are, and, and I told, I, I've told this to other customers that told me that it was way too much money. I said, yes, yeah, sir, you're right. I have many customers, though, um, that are in the same situation as you. They actually spend more than what I'm offering to do your service at. Mm-hmm. Wow. Re- really? Why is that? And I get to explain it to them, you know, and, yeah. and lay everything out. Yeah. But don't devalue what you're doing. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. That's, man some gold right there oh dude that's gold <laughs> gold plated gold right there. i mean yeah no because so many so many people find themselves and then what you hear is oh, i can't find the right customers and i can't nobody's willing to pay and this set no it's what you're willing to settle for uh-huh yeah y- y- yeah 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 awesome well we could sit here and talk all night. Dude, we, we could. Gotta, we probably got to wrap this thing up. We could. Up, well, it's like there. there's at, at a certain point in time, like you just have to let stuff marinate. Mm-hmm. And gotta, to be honest with you. Got to walk away that, and think about that, it. That's where I'm at right now. Like, yeah, we could probably, you know, pick some other stuff to, to throw into this conversation. But This dude, just means I need to come on your show again. Oh, hands down. 100%. Hands down. <laughs> I, think, I think we have covered the topic of scarcity versus abundance and much more yeah you know and yeah. and i've said a couple times i'm okay with rabbit trails like this is <laughs> yeah i with this podcast it's hard for me to take constructive criticism unless it makes a lot of sense sure because i am so excited about it it's like, look, the fact that I, if if this episode isn't perfect to you, I don't care because yeah. I'm excited about it. You know, <laughs> so if it goes for a long time, if we and and the thing, like with rabbit trails, yeah, I don't care how many people tell me that you need to stick to topic. A, nobody has told me that yet, uh-huh. but I'm almost like pre prepared if that does come up because yeah. I understand that there's a lot of rabbit trails in this. 
I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah, but bro, you you and I both know this. When you're out in the woods and you find a rabbit trail, sometimes that's where the best berries are found. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah like you yeah. go down a rabbit trail, yeah. you're like, oh, that was good. That was good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's just, it's normal conversation. And I want this Absolutely. whole thing to be like, if you were to walk into somebody else's conversation, that's what this podcast is. Mm-hmm. It's not always structured because yeah. we as people and human beings... Yeah. I'm not going to try to commercialize it or, or make it something it's not. Right. <laughs> this was the episode, and I am 100% happy with that. Well, good. And did, yeah. Well, yeah. good. If I could leave you with two two other verses that I thought of. Dude, just, go just, for just it. Just real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as, as, you, as our listeners go on to what they're doing, just mm-hmm. remember that you don't want to be the guy that um, – that's in James 1, um, verse 23. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself go away, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Right? So don't, like, like we, we've talked about identity and we've talked about changing our identity. Yeah. And, like, don't go away from this and just, like, pfft. I'm just going to go back to what I'm doing. Like, let this change you. Let let, let this, this change your thinking, challenge you at least. It's a proclamation of truth, and it's almost a challenge. Mm-hmm. It is. And so so don't just, like, walk away and, and not do anything. Not, uh, you know, take any of this. And, and, I mean, depends on the content. We can have garbage content. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, don't don't just listen to, to what we're saying and just, you know. Yeah throw it up in the air and yeah. not do anything with it and just walk away. Well, it's 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 a call to action for one. Yep. It is a challenge of your faith for two. It's a promise of fulfillment for mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. There's there is so many things from that one verse. God's almost challenging you and saying you're the one that's not getting it if you don't just plain listen to what I'm telling you. Right. Like you are the owner of your own demise. <laughs> you can't blame that on me. You can't blame that on anybody else but yourself. It's still up to you. Yeah. It's still up to you. So yeah, bro. More gold. Thanks for having me on the show. Dude, um, so what exactly do you do with Innovo Spa? So Innovo Spa uh, is a northern Michigan company. We clean and manage hot tubs yeah. all over northern Michigan. Yeah. So we take care of uh, uh, homeowners' hot tubs. They just have it outside their back deck and they use it, um, you know, all the time. We'll go out and uh, clean the filters, mm-hmm. balance the water chemistry, drain and fill the water. Uh, we also work a lot with uh, Airbnbs and mm. uh, VRBOs. Yeah. So so it makes owning a hot tub easy for the client. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you were telling me a, a, a statistic one time, like, what was it, 85% of people get a hot tub and then give it away because they didn't realize how much maintenance was involved. Yeah, it's basically so, the majority of homeowners. Yeah, absolutely. You got to think of you know w- w- with a hot tub, you've got that that uh, hot bath water, right? Mm-hmm. With a bathtub, you get to drain that water away. Mm-hmm. Once that's dirty, you drain it away and you start fresh with new water. Mm. With a hot tub, you have to chemically treat the water mm-hmm. to keep it clean. Mm. So, a lot of customers they get sold on the idea of the hot tub, but having having the maintenance that they have to do to take care of the hot tub keeping your water clear clean mm-hmm. uh you know sparkling and you know yeah. there's there's a lot that goes into it because there's a what, lot that people don't realize because that go into you, cleaning it right 
Well, when you buy a hot tub, you traditionally think you're signing up for a luxury. Sure. 100%. What you're doing is you're signing up for a job and a luxury. Well, and that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what that's what I like doing so much about my job is like the reason people buy a hot tub is to use the hot tub. Yes. Is to get into the hot tub, spend some time with you know their spouse or their family, whatever. And uh, that's where I get to come in and be the hero. Yeah, because I, I I show up and I take care of the chemicals and the yep. chemistry, yep. and they don't have to fight over. Well, did you clean the filter? Yep. No, I thought you were going to clean the filter. Yep. And they go out and they use it, and pff, the thing's dirty. Now this this fourteen thousand dollars we just spent in this hot tub, we can't even enjoy because we didn't keep up with it. Right, exactly. So you don't even get the enjoyment out of your investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean oh. we we've seen we've seen. I mean, dude, I got some gross gross <laughs> photos of things that we've done. <laughs> To clean dirty hot tubs, things that we pulled out of hot tubs, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, we we are taking care of that maintenance for the the customer. It's like, um, you know, having a having a really expensive, nice car, you yeah. know, and uh, it it still needs brakes, still needs oil changes, tires, all yeah. those things. Yeah. Hot tubs the same way, yeah. and especially if you want to be able to use that hot tub at any time. We've got all kinds of different maintenance plans. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at InnovoSpa.com. Spell that. I-N-N-O-V-O-S-P-A. What is your uh, uh, profile picture? My profile picture? With with that. Yeah. Because sometimes like yeah. you, you identify, do I have the right one by what the profile picture is? Oh, sure, sure. So it's a gold, It's like a golden water droplet. Yep. And it says Innovo Spa. Yeah. Yep. Easy it's, it's It's our logo, pretty much. One thing I, I really like about your social media is that it's the only one like that. Oh, that's true. Like I There's have nobody doing what I'm doing. I've got over <laughs> 1500 friends. You are the only one, one out of 1500 that I watch go clean spot. Like you are the only one with that content out of everybody that I know. Man, it must be doing something, right? That's awesome. <laughs> I you know, and what what really uh what I don't understand is like I, I people all the time they tell me at church at the coffee shop and they they're like Man, I love watching your stuff, and I'm like, why? It's gross, dude. It's like we deal with some nasty stuff, but they want to see it. They want to yeah, watch it. You yeah. know, they want to see the the dog hair that we're pulling out, yeah. and, you know, and the the scum lines and stuff. And they love watching that stuff. Well, so I'm just gonna keep keep posting it, keep and putting it up there. You're good in front of the camera too. No, oh, I, I, I will love tell it. you that I, you're, I enjoy you're good. it. Yeah, I I I, uh, I would hope someday, and this is and this is just you know putting it out there. I would love to have a a, a TV show. Oh, really? Of uh, having our team. Yeah, because um, there's there's a lot that we do in the business that a lot of people don't see. Mm. Just because, so, uh, you know, delivering a hot tub, for example. Yeah. There's so many different scenarios that we've run into yeah. to place this huge square on somebody's deck or down in the basement or mm-hmm. wherever, like... And we got to take it down by the lake or we got, you know, decks and <laughs> landscape and all this kind of stuff, you know? You want us to do how? Yeah, how? And so I love I love showing up to a customer's house and they're like, there's just two of you? How the heck are you going to do that, you know? And I get to shock them. I get to show them like, yeah. this is how we do it. So I would love someday to have a TV show yeah. where, you know, the cameras can follow us. Because a lot of times I'm the guy that's pushing the hot tub. So I can't film it while I'm right. doing the delivery. But uh, right. the service side and, you know, cleaning it. Just just all the different things that we do. Because it's, 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 it's pretty cool. It's pretty creative. Awesome. Dude, I have had so much fun with this. Me too. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. All right.
Cody Hendrickson, Innovo Spa. Check them out. Thanks, man. You got it.